Hey everyone, so today's topic I'm going to focus on the anxiety aspect of life and within sports. So personally for me, I believe anxiety is such an important aspect to cover and an important topic to learn about, especially within this current time as perhaps everyone has went through a stage of anxiety within their life and being stuck in the house at the moment is just going to uplift that anxiety and make it worse. So hopefully listening to this, you'll pour possibly find ways to push outside that negative anxiety and try and achieve it with positive thinking. So anxiety is an important contributor to consider within an athlete's performance. So within this um, topic that I'm going to talk about, I personally asked a professor at the University of Stirling a couple of questions regarding to what anxiety is and how to overcome it. And I'll be explaining her thoughts within this podcast as it evolves. So, this prof- this professor defined anxiety as being something that people can have a negative or a positive impact on behaviour and can fluctuate within intensity and frequency. So basically in Shannon terms, um, at some point of our lives we've all experienced some sort of anxiety, whether it be worrying about deadlines, catching up with us, meeting new people or perhaps trying to live up to those high expectations set upon us by others. So within sports, as psychological factors are becoming more dealt with and investigated with within that sporting aspect, it's becoming more apparent that the athlete must not only be physically ready for the sport, but they must also be mentally ready also. So in regards to that professor, I then followed up with the question of what triggers anxiety and to her response, she explained how anxiety is individual. So therefore, understanding the individual's needs and their demands before handling the situation is a key aspect within that situation and within that mindset. So just as we had two explanations of motivation within the previous episode, anxiety can be defined in a similar way as anxiety can be described as being either trait or state. So state anxiety is the psychological and physiological responses they feel during performing, whereas trait anxiety is the personality of the performer when participating in that sport. So breaking this further down into terms that are most likely relevant within the aspect, state anxiety arises in high pressure situations. So for example, within basketball, A high-pressure situation would be taking a free throw as everyone is watching you and everyone's expecting you to score that easy basket. Whereas trait anxiety relates to characteristics in which we're born with. So for example, perhaps you're sitting in that exam room and you're sweating and shaking. However, you look over at your friend and you see them laid back and chill. This would refer to your friend having that low trait anxiety, leaving you with that high trait anxiety. So another way to put this information into action would be to say that having high levels of trait anxiety could relate to having a greater somatic response. So therefore, by saying somatic response, I'm referring to that sensation of panics, sweats, shaking. So basically, this response is just what your body responds to in those high pressure scenarios. So as a person, you could be reaching a certain point of arousal where anxiety is limited. So an example of this, as as a netball player, it would be feeling low in arousal. So this netball player would be feeling less motivated, this decreasing effort levels, which could mean that they just can't be bothered defending within the game, this leaving 
player unmarked, allowing the other team to possibly make easy passes and easy shots. However, if this netball player is highly aroused, they may feel overconfident and not try as hard as they feel like they are performing to their best already. So this may result in poor passes, allowing for that easy interception from the other team. If this netball player is on the correct point of arousal, they'll be motivated and excited to play. So this will mean that they'll be more focused on the passes and perhaps doing correct techniques. So this could limit anxiety as this anxiety has been replaced with that arousal and motivation. However, going back to what the professor said about how anxiety can be positive or negative, anxiety can have a positive relationship to sports as performers can view reasons they may feel anxious as a challenge to overcome rather than a fear. So this relating back to that intrinsic motivation we talked about last time as a performer may want to overcome challenges for internal reasons. By being anxious, you have that feeling of nervousness instead of feeling trapped. Within that feeling, you should embrace the negative energy and use that within your outcome. So this negative energy can provide the fuel for you to reach high and complete those goals that you've set. So an example of this nervous energy is perhaps a 100 meter sprinter is getting ready to race. They may be telling themselves that they're going to fail. So to use that negative thought and those negative words, the performer will gain that nervous energy and try and block those negative feelings. So to overcome this feeling of anxiety, we can again use the same methods as motivation to shift those negative thoughts to that positive self-talk we previously spoke about. So instead of saying you can't do something, believe me, you can do it. So when I told myself back in high school that I couldn't do something and I wasn't going to amount to anything within the sporting community, I thought about quitting. I just thought about quitting my netball team, quitting sports in general and perhaps going down a different route. But my mum always would say there's no such words as can't and therefore I keep pushing myself towards what I enjoy and broaden my own horizons within the process. So another way to feel less anxious is perhaps to use visualisation techniques. So for example, in a day-to-day life scenario, if you're perhaps feeling anxious about talking to someone, do what I do and rehearse your words or rehearse that scenario prior to what's happening. So silly as it sounds, I usually get anxious when I need to pay something um, in like perhaps a cafe or even just a wee shop. So to reduce this feeling, I always triple count my money and I always have a backup option of perhaps having a spare tenner in my pocket as I know that that will make me feel less anxious as I'm more prepared. A sporting example of visualisation would be referring back to this free throw in basketball. So before taking that action of throwing the ball, perhaps rehearse that action in your mind and go through the following steps of what you want to achieve and then follow through with those steps with your body action. So from this, basically all you want from your outcome in your game is that your body and your mind will work together as one. As by that mind thinking about the process of the action, your body will relate that action into the process of the game and you'll possibly get that outcome that you want and you achieve. Obviously from this podcast I want you to take away that information that anxiety can be perceived in that negative and that positive situation 
So if you're in that situation and you feel that worry, the dread and the apprehension coming above, use that negative energy and try and perceive it into that positive situation as all we want from life is to have that positive outcome and just to get the best out of what we achieve in our lifestyle. So from everything that I've spoke about today, I've took rough facts from the Wine Build and Gold book written in 1999 and it's called The Foundations of Sport and Exercise Psychology. The reasoning behind me saying this title of the book is because it's such an interesting read personally and I bought it for such a steal and such a bargain on eBay. I think I bought it for about £3 on eBay. But if you found this topic interesting, that book just goes more into detail about obviously anxiety and different fundamentals of psychology and sporting terms. But for now, hopefully you can just take away the information on how to possibly achieve positive anxiety within your lifestyle. Just remember, always have that backup plan um, if something doesn't always go your way. For me, it's obviously having that tenor in my back pocket just so that I'm well prepared. But for you, it could be something else. It could be perhaps having something written down on the back of your phone or something so that you can constantly remind yourself to do something and so you're well prepared within that lifestyle. But I'm rambling on anyway. So instead of having a song at the end of today, I'm going to do one of my poems again as this is surrounded about anxiety and how I interpret it to be. So hopefully you enjoy that and for now, have a great week, stay safe and have a good one. Bye. So the poem that I'm going to be sharing with you today is called Normality. Humans, they are such a distinguished race. There are millions of emotions each human can perceive. These emotions can be described through use of facial expressions. When some are down, others try to smile to change their persona. When others are happy, that contagious smile spreads around the room. But for some it's different. For some they may see your face and smile even when you're not smiling back. A smile can be something so genuine and so easy, yet can be so challenging and difficult to perform. Have you ever tried to smile when your cheeks feel like weights and it feels impossible to lift them? Simple things which appear so easy can have a different vision in another mind. Get out of bed, they say. Well, have you ever felt your body become so heavy and because of that, Getting up out of bed requires that energy which is currently non-existent. Eat something, they say. Well, have you ever lived within a body that you have no control over? Yes, I may shake at different situations, but I am the owner of this body and I understand that I am performing this action. How do I be normal? How can I be that person that doesn't have to worry or put on a stupid act in front of others who may not know me? How can the real me come out instead of hiding and being that puppet behind the shadows? Is it normal to have that voice inside your mind that tells you every little thing that could go wrong? That little voice that controls every single action that I take, that little voice, yet I can't seem to get rid of it. Is that normal? So thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And sorry for not uploading last week. I was just kind of struggling and what to speak about. But I thought that because of this lockdown and because everyone's kind of stuck in their house that it's good to learn about this anxiety and it's good to find out probably different coping mechanisms to try and get out of um, that situation of anxiety and that stress-related situation. So have a great week, stay safe and remember, just be you. See ya!